News from the Bunker is brought to you by Tucker Survival. Hello and welcome to Tucker Survival's News from the Bunker, brought to you by TuckerSurvival.com. Well, it seems like uh, people have begun to push back. Unfortunately, two people are dead and one uh, nearly had their arm blown off in Konisha by 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse, who showed up to exercise the patriotic mindset of protecting businesses and trying to push back against the destruction that groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa have been doing across this country for months now. Um, the mainstream media always calls it, you know, peaceful protest, but it's kind of interesting that there's always a path of destruction after they come through. So apparently Kyle uh, drove, uh, they said, about 30 minutes away from where he lives and actually went across the state line to show up and was there to offer assistance, uh, even offering medical assistance to those uh, needing help, either if it was a protester or some of the other um, people that had shown up to try and protect the businesses that were there. And uh, there were some... Uh, words exchanged between the two groups, um, with one person even saying to go ahead and shoot him. And he is the first one that got shot, got shot in the head and actually died. Uh, it's pretty obvious, though, when you watch the videos that um, Kyle was not the one to take the first shot. It appears that the person that was begging to be shot actually took the first shot by shooting their gun into the air. Uh, numerous shots were heard in the video. Um, apparently Kyle had shot um, four times, but there was quite a few other shots you could hear. So I don't know if it's really evident, you know, who actually shot that gentleman in the head, but uh, he went down. Kyle ran over there to look real quick, got on his phone calling somebody, and then began to leave at that point because uh, people were um, starting to get very agitated. So as he's running down the road, he's being chased by other uh, BLM and Antifa uh, members and, and eventually gets knocked to the ground. Um, somebody tries to kick him in the head and looks like they missed. And then somebody's hitting him with their skateboard. Uh, he returns fire at that point and shoots that person who later died of their injuries. And then finally, there was another gentleman that had a handgun and was going right at him with his handgun, and then he shot him and hit him in the arm, and it basically blew a large chunk of his right arm out at the elbow. And at that point, he got up, turned and walked away, and actually was had his hands up, was trying to get a hold of uh, the police that were coming up at that time to get a hold of them to explain what happened, and they eventually told him to just go ahead and go home. Of course, the mainstream media is painting it as though he left the scene, he's now a fugitive, but he was told to go home because the police at that time didn't really know what was going on. Uh, there were even reports from mainstream media that he did not control his weapon well, but if you watch the video, he had excellent control. He only took out the immediate threats to him. He was not wildly shooting at anything that moves. Got up calmly, tried to you know, alert the police as to what happened. So this is what happens when these rioters, because they're really not peaceful protesters, because it seems like uh, destruction always follows them. 
So it might start off peaceful and then it turns into destruction. Burning of cars, buildings, you know, people have been killed already. So this is what happens. And now it's unfortunate that it took a 17-year-old young man to finally begin to push back when the police are not doing anything. They've been ordered to stand down by the governors and the mayors of some of these uh, left-leaning cities and states. So really, if you want to blame anyone, I would begin to blame those people because they have brought this on by not locking this down from the beginning in Minneapolis. That was a fire that started and it should have been put out at that point. This is not a way to enact change in this country. So now we finally have a young patriot that in self-defense fires back. And unfortunately, two people are dead. One is injured. The interesting thing was I found that out of the three random people that ended up getting shot by him, all three were convicts. So the first man that got shot in the head was a convicted um, child molester. It's on a registry for sex offenders. And the second one uh, reportedly was a felon with a gun. So not sure if that was the case, but that's what was being reported earlier. Uh, but definitely had, um, you know, a record of being imprisoned. And the uh, one with the skateboard had recently been in prison for domestic violence, strangulation, and kidnapping. So kind of interesting that this is in a snapshot, what are the chances of that happening that you would hit three convicts? But it happened. Kind of makes you wonder about the people that are showing up at these, quote, protests. Now, Kyle is being charged with six counts, including murder. Um, but it's pretty obvious, to me anyway, when you watch the footage, that this was purely a self-defense situation. Uh, he was not going out of his way to harass anyone or randomly shooting at people. So he does have representation by the same lawyer that was working with Nick Sandman when uh, that whole thing went viral with the Native American elder and the drum, and he sat there and they said he was being disrespectful. So uh, he's now getting representation at no cost. And so, you know, it's pretty interesting. And there was a GoFundMe site set up and that immediately got taken down. So, you know, just more censorship, you know, of these large tech companies. You know, why should he not be able to have a GoFundMe when there's GoFundMes for BLM and Antifa people that got arrested? You know, it just it's just more censorship of people that uh, are on the right. So anyway, if you want to find out more about that, I would uh, definitely check back in. I'm, we'll be doing some more updates on that on future news from the bunkers. So I would say if you keep poking a sleeping bear, eventually that bear will wake up and will probably not be too happy. So I say, you know, what did you guys expect? That you could just keep wilding and going out and destroying things and shooting at people and trying to get them out of their vehicles and nobody would say anything? Uh, as they're spreading out of these Democrat-controlled cities and states, they're getting into some other parts of the country where people don't take too kindly to strangers coming in to destroy their cities. So hopefully this sends a strong message that there are a lot of people in this country that will not put up with this. And I think the Patriots have been patient quite long enough, and they're just getting really tired of it. You know, people are just trying to live their lives and from a pure marketing standpoint, you have oversaturated your message. 
um, with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and Antifa. It's like, I think we're getting to the point where people just don't care anymore because all they see now is it's tied to destruction. And your message has now been tainted, even if it maybe started off in a more positive way, it's been hijacked. And this is the reality of what these movements mean now. So it's something to think about. And in other news, the gym owners of the Atlas Gym in New Jersey have come up on a very unique way to keep their business open. Uh, they've repeatedly come under attack for opening their business against the orders of the state and county and even have had their uh, business license taken away. They say they follow all the rules. They're um, temperature checking people. They're cleaning. Out of the thousands of visits, they say they've not one case of anyone coming down with the coronavirus. So they feel they are just being harassed and refuse to back down. But they found a very unique loophole. And they have turned their gym in to a campaign site for a gentleman that's running for U.S. Senate. So basically all the members now have become campaign workers. And under the law, they are allowed to show up and help with the campaign. So this is what they're going to try. They say if they can get to November 3rd, that's what they're looking for. So it's kind of a unique way to do things. But, you know, in desperate times, desperate measures are called for. And you've got to use all the loopholes you can because they're getting those loopholes used against them. So kudos to them for continuing to fight the fight, think outside the box, come up with creative ways to keep their gym open. And you got to remember that this has been going on for quite some time. Uh, it started with them not closing down and the police showing up and, you know, all the members were there. And since they are members only allowed in there, it is a closed system. It's not a, like an open to public uh, type of place, like a store or a bar, nightclub or something like that. So it is a members only place. And the police left at that time, thought everything was fine. Then they came back again. And that, that's when the arrest started. That's when the doors got boarded up. And then the owners, you know, kicked the doors in and left the doors off and were even sleeping in there. And it's just been a continual case of harassment after harassment. And they say their main goal is to get this all the way to the Supreme Court. They say uh, the only battle they need to win is that one. So they're probably going to lose every, every skirmish along the way, but they are not backing down. Uh, they've been very adamant about this. And this is a trend we're seeing across the country because uh, things just aren't adding up. People are getting tired of it, um, living in a police state country. And we're seeing it in other countries, too, that are starting to push back. And it's good. You know, it's time that patriots in this country and every other country begin to push back and say, no, we're not doing this. We question the narrative that you're selling us. We want proof. We want numbers. You keep saying these things. We're calling your hand. So, again, kudos to these brave men at the Atlas Gym in New Jersey and any other patriots out there that are beginning to push back or have been pushing back against the tyranny that we're seeing. I mean, think back to where we were at in January and February and think where we are now. It's really sad that so many people have just bought into all this and basically they've become brainwashed. You know, it's like the tolerance of Americans has really just gone into where it's almost a non-issue. They'll just tolerate everything. And this is no way to live. 
this doesn't fit any sort of uh, natural occurring virus pandemic that just typically lasts a year or less. You know, so we need to keep challenging, keep pushing back using every means that we can, especially loopholes in the legal system and use that to our advantage while we can. And I think this is a very creative idea that these guys came up with. And it serves two purposes, you know, not only does it keep the gym open, keeps people working out, staying healthy, it also helps them uh, try to get a new person into the U.S. Senate. So it can't beat that. So if any of you have been watching the debates, or not debates, but um, the, the DNC convention and the RNC convention debates are coming, uh, it's been rather interesting to see kind of the differences between the two. Uh, I haven't watched everything, but I've kind of checked in on both of them, seeing what's going on. And just purely from a sales point of view, because that's kind of the way I look at things, I'm always asking, you know, what are you selling? So whether it's uh, BLM and Antifa to political groups, what are you guys selling? So I don't know if any of you watched some of the DNC stuff, but a lot of it was just uh, hating on Trump and Trump supporters. You know, it wasn't really much talk, if any, on policy. You know, what they plan on doing other than raising taxes and Biden saying that he would make a mandatory mask mandate across America. So, you know, saying that, you know, we're not lowering taxes, we're raising taxes. So this is kind of what they're selling. And I can't see how anyone would be really excited about that. And it's just a lot of hatred, you know, hatred for not only Trump and his supporters, but obviously this country. And quite honestly, if you're that frustrated with this country and you hate it so much, then maybe you should move somewhere else that maybe fits your more socialistic or Marxist or communistic um, belief systems because uh, America is not that place. So after watching a little bit of the DNC, then I'm watching a little bit of the RNC. And, um, you know, it was a lot more on stories, the RNC, real people, not just politics, you know, politicians, but real people speaking out. And like the DNC, there were some Democrats speaking and there were some Republicans turned Democrats, some of them on the DNC side. But uh, a lot more on policy, you know, what it means, you know, to have America at her best. So you got a lot more of a feel of what the Republicans were selling, I, I think, you know. And like I say, it's been kind of that way through this whole lockdown, through all the rioting. You see what the democratic cities and states and counties are selling and it's just more lockdown more destruction of businesses and it's you know it's not very exciting and you look at the more republican conservative states and cities and counties and it's a lot more let's get back to work let's just move on through this thing so it's really showing some differences between the mindsets of the two political ways of thinking so that's kind of my take on it, uh, sitting there watching both of them. And uh, I don't know, I just felt a lot more positive watching the RNC. Might not agree with everything they're saying, but it seems like there's more of an effort to try and just get this country back on track again. And when I look at the DNC and what they're selling, I don't find that exciting at all. You know, uh, wearing masks mandatory? No, that's not exciting. Uh, raising taxes? No, that's, that's not exciting. Uh, letting people burn the cities and no consequences for them? No, that's that's not exciting. Uh, defunding police, getting rid of them entirely, some cases getting rid of the judicial system. 
uh, yeah, yeah, that's not exciting at all. So these are the things I look at purely from a sales orientation. Again, what are you selling? So not too excited from the Democrats' point of view, more excited from the Republicans' point of view, but still not agreeing with everything. So, but at least it's uh, pointing in a much different direction. So it's just another good reason, I think, to get more involved in your local communities. That's really where a lot of changes happen is on that local level. Uh, if you've never thought about running for an office, uh, maybe now it's time to st start thinking about that. Even on a local, you know, board of supervisor, city supervisors, uh, things like that. You know, even if it's uh, school board, you know, positions, things of this nature, it's a way to get involved, start networking, understanding what's going on on that local level. And who knows, you may end up like Tom, Tom Massey and end up uh, running for Congress in your own state and finding yourself in Washington. So something to think about. So anyway, I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of News from the Bunker brought to you by TuckerSurvival.com. If you'd like to know more or find out some other things, go to TuckerSurvival.com. You'll find our blogs, um, our podcasting. You can get on the links from there. You can check out other videos that we've got going on, training. So it's a work in progress. So keep checking back. There's always new stuff we're putting up on the website as we're doing more and more. It's getting a little more production heavy. So just check back in as we're continually trying to put new stuff up and starting other channels on podcasting and video channels and things like that. So a lot of, a lot of good information coming your way and uh, teaching and things of this nature. So again, I want to thank you for tuning in to News from the Bunker brought to you by Tucker Survival. My name is Mark, and it's been a pleasure having you here. And you stay safe out there, and we'll see you next time. News from the Bunker is brought to you by Tucker Survival and is produced by MBJ Media Services.